Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love. It's your boy, Easy, a.k.a. Cougar Bay. <laughs> yes, What's yeah. Up? What's up? We, we, we here, we here, we back. This here is uh, episode three of uh, season two. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is In the Back of the Class NBA podcast, a uh, show where uh, two class clowns talk about the NBA season. Uh, Easy, how was your week, man? How you been, brother? Been busy. Been busy. Yeah. Oh, man. Coming off I like it. I had to get that back. Hey, there you go. How you been? Oh, man, been good, man. Been good. Just busy myself, man. You know how it is, man. But glad to be back here. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, you can catch this episode and other episodes, the uh, first two episodes of this season, plus all of first season on anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we recommend Anchor Podcasts. But uh, easy. I'm glad to be back here talking basketball with my boy, man. It's been a lot going so, on in this league. So, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. It's been exciting. It's been exciting. It's been exciting. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, check this out. So uh, <clears throat> our boy Dion Waiters had an experience this week that I wanted to uh, discuss with you. Um, so uh, this week. Uh, as reported by ESPN, uh, Miami guard Deion Waiters experienced a panic attack on the team's charter flight Thursday night after consuming a THC-infused edible, sources told ESPN. Uh, since then, Deion Waiters has been now suspended 10 games. Uh, easy. What do you make out of all of this with our boy Deion Waiters in the uh edible-induced panic attack? To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Like, <laughs> when you got on the team, you got some... Uh, what I'm thinking is, okay, Deion Waiters was like, all right, Dylan, you know, give me some edibles so I can get on the plane because <laughs> I can't stand my teammates. <laughs> so he ended up taking more than what he can... The more than what he can handle. Too many. What? Too many. And then he had a panic attack. Bro. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if it was like one of them smoky panic attacks for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he woke up in the chicken coop. Like Pat Riley said, take take him to the chicken coop. Like, whoa, whoa, Pat. He's <laughs> gonna take him to the hospital. Man, that, that was crazy. I, I couldn't believe I heard that, man. Um, you know, like Dion Waiters. You can't. I, I can't believe that was his first time eating a uh, um, marijuana uh, gummy, and uh, I, I don't know, man. I definitely more than likely going to be his last time. It's got to be embarrassing. Probably not. We don't know. Anytime you see Deion Waiters in the news, it's never a good thing. Never a good thing. Never a good thing. What about the ten games, man? You think that was a kind of harsh? No. <laughs> no, you don't have to get caught. You don't have to take too much on the plane in front of your teammates and coach and probably your owner. No, Man. I don't know. He gets whatever he gets. If he dies, he dies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really think I really think, man, they're really trying to get rid of that man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because uh he wasn't he like suspended like the first game, the the season opener against the Grizzlies. Um, so it was for con 
conduct detrimental to the team. So uh, now this happens. Um, they give him 10 games. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Mr. Waiters ever play a game with the Miami Heat uh, hey, again, man. Correct me if I'm wrong, boy. From, from what I've heard, what I'm hearing is they owe him $24 million over the $24 next million over the next two years. Oh, there you go, my friend, and there you have it. That's why we might see more suspensions. Or or something. I don't know. Something has to give because nobody uh, else is paying him. I guess nobody else is going to pay him that twenty four million, right? They're probably that's been trying to trade him since they since they got him to sign that contract. Yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. What's what? What do, what do you think, your boy Jimmy Buckets is thinking of all this, man? Has he had any comments or anything? I'm always interested uh, on his take. Jimmy Buckets. What is Jimmy Buckets thinking? <laughs> Jimmy Buckets is probably telling him to man up. <laughs> He's like, that's probably what Jimmy Buckets is saying. You only took five of them. Man, up. took five. What? Jimmy, five? Jimmy you have a panic attack? You know how many <laughs> Jimmy Buckets can take? Jimmy. <laughs> Eat the whole box of cookies. Oh man, yeah. I, I just, I just wanted, I, I just wanted to bring it up, man, because you know, um, well, I, I, as you know, I live in a uh, legalized state. Um, I believe Illinois is about to be a legalized state. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if this will be a common um, occurrence of uh, Bulls players here uh, in the next couple seasons, but. We better keep our eye on that, man. Close, <laughs> close watch on that. What else we got, Easy? Hey, um, well, let me hop on. What's the next topic we was going to talk about was um, players resting. Mm. Uh, there's been a big deal out of Kawhi missing the Milwaukee Bucks game. My question to you, hey, do you have a problem with players? Do you have a problem with Kawhi in that situation? Resting. Uh, Resting on back to backs. Do I have a problem? Um, I can't say that I do, man, because okay. it seems like it's it's a business decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what we have is a, a business decision okay. clashing with the consumers who consume your product. In that sense, something has to give. What I propose is they give on games, shorten the season. Let's do it. Make the seasons a lot shorter. Shorten the season. Make the season a lot shorter. Play less games. Ain't got to worry about this load management as much. And I think it makes the season a lot more exciting. What Um, about no back-to-backs? No back-to-backs? You could do that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great, but you know me, man. I like to go to the extreme, and I like I I, I really enjoyed that strike short season, man. I mean, a lot more, a lot more happening, a lot more narratives getting concluded. Really? Yeah, short of season, man. Why do we love the NFL so much? I don't know. Do you get sixteen games? Yo, guys, the season is shorter. Yeah, yeah, the season is shorter, man. That's one thing I think makes the NFL like really like really engaging. The seasons is shorter. Our attention spans is shorter. I don't want to watch for eighty one games. I don't know. Do you think these superstars are soft nowadays? <laughs> soft, but see what is soft? That's all. Because I mean, when you look at it back, at, when we look at when we look at Mike, Mike yeah. played a lot of eighty two game seasons. Mike also, Mike also took off a full season in between that. That's true, but you got to think. If that second three P, those a lot of them. I think, I think he played eighty two games all the, all three of them years or something. 
Did, no I, way. I don't know. I have to look. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we still got our, ladies and gentlemen, we still have not gotten our research department. We need that. We need that. I look, cra- I look crazy right there. Hey, was- bro. Hey, hey, but that's the love. That's the beautiful thing about having our show. Nobody's here to check us. It must be that good stuff from drinking, man. <laughs> it must be that. What is that? Uh, what is that? Easy. What you got apple in there? Juice. Apple juice. Oh, <laughs> a nice aged apple juice. Well, what do you think about the load management, though, man? I mean, I mean, does it bother you a lot, or I mean, do you do you have a problem with it? Mm, I mean. I do, but then I don't because yeah. at the end of the day, the Milwaukee versus Clippers was a marquee game. Right, of course right. You want to see, see Kawhi versus Giannis. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we want to see Kawhi versus Giannis. But at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to the playoffs, we ain't going to forget about which games he missed. We ain't going to be uh, Nobody's going to talk about that. Right, right. But so, my, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say I see a lot of people coming at Kawhi with LeBron fans. <laughs> and we're going to act like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh right. were doing low management back in the Miami days. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it wasn't like he wasn't doing this in San Antonio. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was he, was he, you say he wasn't doing this in San Antonio? No, I said it, it wasn't like he... It's not like he wasn't doing this the same time. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, it's a business uh, decision. Can't knock, can't knock a man for having a business decision. That's why I say the onus is on the league to figure this out. And uh, I know I'm going extreme. I think you're, what you're proposing is probably a lot more logical, you know, uh, which they have made tweaks to the to the schedule already this year, you know, Um but uh, still, I, I'm just like one thing that stood out what you had said before was we what well, we start paying attention when we get to the playoffs. That's true. So so if that's that be the case, you need more you need you need more excitement in your season product. So lessen the games, make the games mean more. Then we'll get to the playoffs quicker. Then that's true. We'll all be happy. That's true. Because when you look at it, with college football, uh, NFL, the games mean more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, Clippers can take a night off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But on his less. I don't know unless you're trying to chase history. Like when that Golden mm-hmm. State team was like, they want to prove to everybody that they were that good, and they came back and won 73 games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I, I don't know because That's- I mean, you, when you think about it, if you really shorten the season, a lot of these records are not going to get broke. That's a good point. I mean, Will Chamberlain is and probably will be forever in the record book forever. You know, what's interesting, though, Easy, is that, like, normally you always attribute, like, history with baseball. And basketball has a history in the records, but the records that mean the most in the conversation that, to me, means the most mm-hmm. is always rain count. You know what I mean? So we can always talk about the 81 games. If the boys would have won 81 games or whatever, you know, it's still been a large contingency of folks that said uh, the Bulls team was better. You know what I mean? But when it comes down to it, the biggest conversation everybody always has, who's the greatest? They always count the ranks, man. So I think maybe basketball won't be hurt as much if you do, um, you know, kind of seg- segregate that history by changing up the sport to where those those records are always standing. I don't know. I don't know, but would you like to see somebody 
beat the uh take down like some of Wilt's numbers, like total points in the season. No, no, because it's gonna get broke eventually anyway, right? Because they already changed the game on us, yeah. Because they already changed the game on us. People are scoring at higher clips now because the games is more possession the games. You got freedom of movement in the game. Watch before long, they're gonna add a four-point play in this game. Watch. Maybe so, but I mean, you say that, but when if you were to go and look at history and see who were the top scores, I mean, you got Wilt and Kobe. Then it's probably Wilt, 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 and probably old school cats that you know what I'm saying. I can't think of at the top of my head. Probably George Gervin is probably high up that list. I mean, who's who has the highest point total in the game? James Harden, what was sixty in no, recent history? No, but see, nobody will care because. Even when we make the argument about greatest player, we always acknowledge now we know the game's different now. You know what I mean? So those records, because the, since the game has always changed, like baseball, for instance, baseball, one thing they always fight against change that hurts them is they don't want to change. It's the same game. We've been playing the same game since the 1800s, you know? And so, like, the, the, the records translate more. But basketball, man, like those points you're talking about, who who cares about the highest total when when you know it was amazing to score 100 points in the ball game at one point you're going to get to a certain point where people score the game would be more faster more opportunity for points where scoring 100 points might be just something that happens more often than it has or or, or you know has happened at any point in our life i'll put it like this i'm gonna say this this is what i believe that I think we'll be older if when we see somebody hit that hundred points total. Oh, we believe we send the age at easy. We send the age at. How old will we be before we see another person score hundred points? I will say in our fifties. Mm. Another 20, 30 years. Oh, I threw my age. Cut, cut, edit it. Cut. Let's see if another 20, 30 years if they keep trying to push the offensive agenda, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can see it. I can definitely see it. I can actually see it before that. I can see it maybe in the next, uh, I can say the next five years, we'll have another so? person. We'll have somebody within the next five years, we'll have somebody score 100 points again. It might be the beard. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I mean, what's the beard's highest total? Is it 60? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think, I think it might be 60. I don't know. Well, I mean, Devin Booker scored 70. If yeah. anything, I put my money on D-book him. And D-Book. Ooh, speaking of D-Book, uh, let's go ahead. Let's, should we move on? Because uh, uh, you touched on a little bit. All right. Um, uh, speaking of D-Book, um, the, the uh, Phoenix Suns are currently six in the West at six and three. Um, they have key wins over the Clippers, 76ers, and Easy Yo Nets. Um, yeah. Devin Book is averaging 25.8 points, 53% on three-pointers, and, and 5.4 assists per game. Easy. The question I pose to you, my friend, are the Phoenix Suns real? Are the Phoenix Suns real? Let me see. They got they one over Sacramento, the Clippers. I, I said Golden State, but it's – yeah, where you put that now? Yeah, Philly and my Nets. Ooh. Uh, what I feel about the Phoenix Suns is, um, I like to kind of compare them to a character off one of my favorite movies, Life. Uh, can't get right. 
Like, I think they had, like, dumb luck. <laughs> no, I don't believe the Suns are real. I think uh, I think they're just a little hot right now, and they catch people off guard. I think eventually they're going to fizzle, you know. But just like the, the, the Kings did last year, mm. they were hot, and then, you know, they fizzled, and now they're at the bottom because they hired Luke Walton. <laughs> Oh, wow, wow. Well, no, I mean, I like D. I mean, I think D. Book, he can put up buckets, he can do all, he can do all that fantastic stuff. But when it comes down to it, is he gonna stop somebody from scoring? Yes, exactly, exactly, man. You know, they play uh, my Lakers uh, tomorrow, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, my Lakers that's gonna be a nice little test for him. Um, to see what's up because right now the Lakers are still sitting number one in the West. And so they come out and they uh beat the Lakers. Um maybe, maybe, man. But I feel like you, man. They they're gonna fizzle out eventually. Well, That's what they do. Um the West is too tough. Now, if this was the East, I believe they can make it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They'd be a lower seed, but the, this is the West. And when you look at all the teams, I mean, it was like this last year. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The Memphis Grizzlies, wasn't they like top four seed of Yeah, yeah, for the first they part. Yeah, the first part. <laughs> then, they, then they turned to a huge rebuild. They went um, back to a pumpkin. And we're only, what, nine games in the season. So we, we do it. They, folks. We are they look impressive when wins over the Clippers and uh, who else they beat? The Clippers. Uh, they beat the Clippers, 76ers. The 76ers, the 76ers yeah. big win. Um, but you know, I, I, what I did not look at was those some load management games for anybody. You know, uh, was it during the NBA the suspension? I did not look at that. So stay in the account. You know, um, you, you see who's sitting at top of the uh, East over there though? Easy. No, who's that? The Celtics, man. The seeds. Oh, the seeds are sitting at seven and one. I was shocked to see that when I looked at the standings, man. Oh, Jason Tatum, what up, man? Putting in work. I like it, man. I have to apologize to the seeds and my faith uh, <laughs> was brethren because I have I have no faith in them. But boy, you better pray for your St. Louis brother and uh, my man uh, Bradley Bill out there in Washington, man. Woo. I watched that oh game God. the other night. Boy, them boys in trouble, man. He got that money, but man, they man. That working him to death. Bruh, he's he, he needs some help. I mean, they got like I like the I like the little young the little young team, man. I like them personality-wise, but free bill. Free we bill. He just got paid, they just paid him though. Free him though. Yeah, I want to see Bill win. We we need it. Bill. Mm-mm. No, Mr. Bradley took that cash. So Mr. Bradley gonna take that whooping for a little bit, man. Yeah, yeah I'm not mad at that him. rebuild. I'm, I'm mad at him, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm proud of him, man, for sure. Yeah. Uh, easy. Uh, <laughs> this I'll, I'm excited about this next topic, man. All right. Uh, can we go ahead and get get into this? Uh, okay. I know this is a, a topic that's gonna spark some good conversation. All right. So me and my boy, you know, we were playing something. And we started discussing, you know, uh, the Miami Heat teams and Golden State with LeBron and with KD. It started with KD, then it got to uh, LeBron and all this. And whose team had what? And so then we got to Clay Thompson 
uh, Chris Bosh heated debate. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so we started debating who's the better player between Chris Bosh and and Clay Thompson. Because, you know, both of them, you can say both of them were the third star on both of their on both of their teams. You know what I'm saying? So the question is, who is better, Chris Bosh or Clay Thompson? I'm gonna let you go first. Oh man. So we have to we have to we have to accurately put this. Okay, because first of all, it could be made that the argument could be made that Clay Thompson was during the championship run before KD, the number two player, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that alone says he can carry more weight than Chris Bosh. Um, I was looking at the numbers a little bit career-wise, and uh, my man Chris Bosh, career-wise, about 19.2 points. Clay's at 19.5, so they're probably pretty even points. Um, here we go. Rebounds. Chris Bosh, bigger man, 8.5. Clay, 3.5. And then assists, they're about the same at 2.8 for Chris Bosh, 2.5 for Clay. So it's like, okay, what about defense, bro? I know Bosh was tough on defense, man, but I got to say, Clay, to me, I would give as a better defender because he's more versatile of a defender. Point guards to a three, maybe perhaps four man of your more smaller four guys. Um, so uh, to me, I'm going to say Clay Thompson, easy. Uh, I say Clay Thompson is a better player. You say Clay is a better player? Yes. Not easy. Easy. <laughs> not, not, it wasn't an easy choice. Well, make it by the season. Plays my boy easy. When we look at, I mean, because he had we got all team defense, you know, Clay has one. I mean, Clay is a great defender, but I think uh, all team defense easy. I always make this argument, man, that the defense, that defense award was kind of like the um, the cop out to uh, the defender players for making this offensive game. So they tend to give it to those guys a little bit more who uh, I don't know, ain't in the running for the offensive scoring titles or MVPs. I don't know. I mean, when you look at, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, no, it's not true, man. Go ahead, easy. You know it's not true. Go ahead, go ahead and take it down, man. <laughs> uh, when you look at it, Rudy Gobert, he's not in no running for anything, and he's yeah. two, three times. Neither was Draymond. You know what I'm saying? And Kawhi, when he won it, neither was he at the yeah. running for MVP or anything. I think they actually give it to the best defensive player of the year when Marcus All won it. You know what I'm saying? But um, when you look at Chris Bosh, you know, <laughs> come on now. People, people with the disrespect to Chris Bosh. <laughs> come on now. What is he? A 6'10 power forward. Right. Uh, 6'10 power forward that can take you off the dribble, can post uh-huh. up, can hit the right. J. Right. All of that can score multiple ways. Right. 2014 when he was in Toronto. Yes. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. So, I mean, when you look at him in Toronto versus him in Miami, we can all agree that his offensive game stepped back, took a step back because that's he, not he what had, he had to do less. He didn't have to do he it. He had to do less. Yeah. But, and then let's not forget, he was the one that had to guard Dwight Howard and KG and all the big centers and, you know what I'm saying, in the East. 
And from what I can remember, I believe he held his arm. But when you look at Clay Thompson, come on, I love Clay. My 2K player is based on Clay. <laughs> yeah, man. Clay yeah. Thompson can get 60 points with taking five dribbles. <laughs> Let's be real. It is so easy for Clay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so easy for Clay to get his shot off. But we but but so so if you can get your shot off in the NBA, then it's the game should be easy, right? So do you not give any credit to his ability to get a shot off easy easily? Yes, no, he's a great shooter. He's a great yeah. shooter. And the system that he's in allows him to do that. Steph, let's be real, Steph takes a lot of pressure off him. Because when Steph comes when Steph crosses half court, you have to take account for Steph Curry. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Clay, like I said, Clay gets 60 points off five dribbles. What 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 is so so let, let's but we, we keep kind of get away we get away from success oh. though what about success do you have any success? For success? we yeah. don't we see we don't know what Clay can be by himself because we haven't seen it so so Chris Bosh we see what he was by himself what was he by himself I mean he did get his team in the playoffs a couple times <laughs> but, well okay let me ask okay. I say offensively all around Chris Bosh is cool. a better player than, than Clay Thompson. I think the, the system that Clay Thompson is in allows Clay Thompson to be greater. I don't think I'm not I'm not giving easy. Clay money and saying easy. this is the star of my team. Easy. Easy. Can, if we put if we put Clay Thompson on that Chris Bosch team, because one thing I did not hear you say about Chris Bosch was doing that in the East. He was doing it in the East. Mm-hmm. The East was pretty suspect. He still is. It was weird, yeah. So if Clay Thompson was on that Chris Bosch team, I think it's really the question we need to ask. What would happen? Would he be able to take them further than what Chris Bosch was able to take them? No. I want you to go back and look at those Chris Bosch teams. Right. I looked at that. I looked at it today. You know what the okay. second leader score on those teams was? Who was that? Who's that? Andrea Bargnani. Oh man, I'm telling you one of the greatest foreign players ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but easy, where did they go? I, I mean, I mean, so how far did they go? Because they went, he, they made it one year, right? It was that one year, and I think they were first round knockout. First round knockout. Okay, so one year in a week east, first round knockout. They made it in as a what what seed was they uh, eight? It was third seed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was two, that was uh 2000 and uh Eight, seven, eight season? I think so, yeah. Okay, so anyway, third seed, first round knockout. Clay Thompson, number two on the one of the teams, the uh, uh, greatest teams ever assembled, the Warriors pre-Kevin Durant. I say greatest team ever assembled, greatest team drafted. Really good team, number two player. Took them to championships, won championships. How many big games did Klay Thompson have? Klay Thompson will do more for me. I, Klay Thompson's ability to shoot off the dribble also post people up. Also, he's able to defend, defend, in, defend on the perimeter and in the post. Chris Bosh, he was a great player, but you asked me, Easy, who do I think right. is better? I you think it's Chris. Team. I think it, so you're I, starting your team with Klay Thompson. I'm starting my team with Klay Thompson over Chris Bosh. Come on, let's be real. Though. I'm gonna be honest with you. You put Chris Bosh and Golden State and take away Clay Thompson, they're still winning those three wins. 
They still winning. How many of them? They still doing whatever they had, whatever they're doing. They're still doing whatever they're doing because of the system, the coaching, the organization as a whole. We can be honest. Toronto has been dysfunctional since since, since uh, my man Missouri is that his name? Oh uh, yeah, but Missouri African guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came in. Yeah. He came in. But let's be real. Let's not. Vince Carter left. He ain't like it. Um. McGrady left. You know what I'm saying? They lost stars. Like, there's a lot of people that wouldn't, you know, Toronto was a, a dysfunctional organization for a very long time with bad coaching. That's what Chris Bosch had to deal with. That is a very valid point, Easy. Case in, let me give you something, a story I came across to prove it. Uh, do you know what was the decision that made Chris Bosch leave, decide to leave Toronto in free agency? What's that? It was his failed recruitment of John Salmons. He said he was trying to get John Salmons to come to Toronto. It was between Toronto and Chicago, and John Salmons took less money to go to Chicago play. He said, well, I knew I wouldn't go get nobody up here to play with me at that point. So I mean, because we heard Lou Will talk about it, the problem yeah. that you have of living in Toronto. So, of course, when you look at his teams, his second, Andre Bagnani, Third was Jared Jack. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jordan Tech, baby, don't hate on Jared Jack. But I know <laughs> but let's be real. <laughs> he came in, got to play with Steph Curry. True, but he, he but, like, but come on, don't don't forget though. Like Steph owes a lot to Clay because I would argue for a minute there, man, that Clay was like right there with Steph, like just as lethal as Steph, man. They were the Splash Brothers. Okay. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the suit, like, you know, like, it wasn't, it like, Luigi and Mario, you know who runs it there. It was the Mario brothers, you know what I mean? Like, but this is, it was Steph and Clay, so it was the Splash brothers. Like, if it was really, like, Steph was running it, he was Mario, and Clay was Luigi, it would be Steph brothers, you know what I mean? You get it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work like no, not in this situation because then Clay 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 would be up there holding the MVP trophy. Oh, well, you know, easy. I do, I do go to um, at the goal line. You know, you got Marshawn Lynch and you have Russell Wilson throwing the ball um, for the Super Bowl. You know, my point is they invest in people's personalities and give more opportunities based on those marketing personalities. So I say that Steph gets more opportunities than Clay, probably because of the benefit of his name being Steph. When I could have very easily saw that Clay getting those same opportunities would have been just as just as successful. Give me Clay, baby. Clay's underrated. Clay is not underrated. Clay's super underrated. I love Clay. I love Clay, but I believe he's overrated. I, I highly believe because he's not. If you put him on any, if you put him on any other team, he's a three and D person. He's oh, still gonna, he's still, he's still, gonna, he's still gonna put up numbers. With he can't read his his highest point totals come off him scoring, come off him dribbling the ball five times. Bro, that's a efficient I, player. You 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 yelling at him for efficiency? I'm not. I'm not you yelling. Are yelling at him you But I'm saying. I'm saying what I think Clay Clay has been enhanced because of the system that he's in. Let me ask you this, bro. Okay, out of uh, D'Angelo, Steph, and Clay, who was going to be number two behind Steph in that trio? I think Clay. I think Clay is going to be. Okay. I think D'Angelo, he still might get traded. 
Yeah. Yeah. I wish the best for my boy, but I believe he's still going to get traded. But Clay still is. I mean, because he's a great shooter and he's a great defender. Yes. All around player. He's getting Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch can score anywhere on the court and he created his own shot. Greatest. Greatest Chris Bosch play rebound in that um, finals. Fine, then and fine. he got the block. Allen. And, and he, he got, got the, the block. block. And he got the block. Chris Bosh is the man. I love Chris Bosh. Love him. I wish the best for him. But I have to say easy. And, Plays his, numbers, and his numbers were going back up uh, before he got blood clots. I <laughs> be honest. It's not funny. That's not funny. I laugh. Sorry. But I would have loved to see him and Dwayne Wade without LeBron. Oh, oh, man. I still believe that's their one of the East. No, bro. No, no, no. I still believe they're one of the East. No, no, no way. No way. Nobody was beating LeBron in the way. No way they went out. No. And furthermore, furthermore, this is what would have happened. Furthermore, they would have uh, been hurt two years later. So we would have had like maybe a year and a half of competing before they would have got hurt. Dwayne Wade would have been hurt. Bosch would have been just standing around. Um, Bosch would have not no. If Dwayne Wade would have got hurt, Bosch would have been back to 2014. And we're not doing nothing. Bro, we're with a better, or, a better Miami, a better organization. That's the thing. That's the thing. Are you for real? A better organization around Chris Bosch? Yes, you, they're that's look, you, you think, just you gotta think, about how trans Toronto was. Kawhi came and won a championship and left. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm so sorry, but you're saying that if if Bosch would have went to Miami, that they would have been better off than if they would have got LeBron. No, I'm not saying. Okay, that. okay, okay, okay. I'm not yeah, saying that at all. all right, all right, I'm cool. saying that they were overpowered with Sweet. LeBron. I gotcha, still believe gotcha. they would have won the East, or they would have been an Eastern contender. Yeah, if, if they would have been a top two team in the East, with, oh yeah, with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. That's what I'm saying. And then if Chris Dwayne Wade would have got hurt, I believe Chris Bosh's points go up. I think he goes oh, yeah, yeah, twenty-four. Absolutely, I think Chris Bosh is a twenty with twenty-four to twenty-eight game score in his prime. Yeah, yeah. This is he was in the trash as franchise the trash Toronto era in the yep. trash Toronto era. Yep. When they picked Barnani first. <sighs> Greatest foreign player ever. Oh, that's been packed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, there, is Joel Embiid a foreign player? Oh, yeah, man. You know, I don't believe what I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what oh, I'm saying. When, well, the, when Chris Bosch got to a great organization, that's when it was, you know, he had to play third fiddle. I, but you put Chris Bosch on that Golden State team, they're still winning. I hear you. I I'm hear taking you. Chris Bosch. It's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. It's, it's definitely an interesting conversation. Um, maybe we should throw it out there on social media this week, get some more people yeah. talking about that, because that definitely is a great comparison, though. I mean, like I said, the numbers are about even. You know, the, the guys did play in the same roles on two successful teams. Like, mm-hmm. that is a great comparison. Um, easy. Looks like we come to the end, man, of the show. Um, the great topics. Uh, before we get out of here, you want to tell the people what you are going to be watching for this week. I am going to be watching 
for the Phoenix Suns. I want them to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Be my back bracket buster in the West, man. Knock off some of the greater teams who we think we're going to make. It. That's what I want to say. I want to be proven wrong by the Phoenix Suns. I would like to see some young, dumb team come just wreck everything that we had planned. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. We're talking about them. What about you? You know, I was uh, going to say the Phoenix Suns well just for tomorrow when they play my Lakers. I want to see uh, what they do, how they step up against LeBron. But I am going to sh- also be watching for um, my home team. I can't find it now. The Seattle Seahawks taking on the 49ers tonight, baby. Uh, me and the wife are doing another show. You guys check it out. Traveling while black in Seattle. We, took, we made a choice of being Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks fans now, so we're gonna uh, be them on tonight. Yes, yes, we had to we had to drink the Kool-Aid. That's crazy. Brother. All of St. Louis is just running to different teams like the Asian fans, baby. Asian fans. I haven't picked I said on Facebook I was gonna be a Saints fan, but then somebody who I know is a Saints fan, it's like <laughs> I don't want to be a Saints fan no more. So I'm still on the free agent market. <laughs> New Orleans is St. Louis sister city, so I'm like, let's yeah, yeah, my yeah. Hey, come to that. Seattle, man. Come to Seattle. We need more brown people. All, all, I love all, Pete all, Carroll. All the all, Pete Carroll. Bro, I used to hate Pete Carroll. Remember that? I hated yeah, I Pete know. Carroll. But you changed my ways. I remember I, I sent you a long text one day. I realized I said, I think I love Pete Carroll. I think I understand. Pete you, you, Carroll's the greatest. I owe, I owe that to you, Easy. Hey, <laughs> but I do have a bone to pick with you, Easy. Why you been whooping your boy in fantasy football like that, bro? Oh man, I'm just scratching, bro. I'm just you, scratching, man. <laughs> I, I mean, all, of my, all of my wins have been dumb luck. <laughs> two leagues, back to back weeks. My, I think you, I think you want me with a player on a bye this, last no, week. Today, <laughs> what did I do? No, nah, I've been having like dumb luck. I don't. And then one league where I got David Johnson. I yeah. don't know how I, I have a positive record, bro. The Cougar bait is a juggernaut in all leagues, and I do not want to see him. Bro, man from the fifth floor does not want to see Cougar bait in the playoffs. Oh, man. I know, I know your wife whooped me one week. Oh, we, we, had, we had two games in both leagues. <laughs> I, remember that. I, I barely beat her in one, but she whooped me in the other. And, and that's the one you heard about, right? Yeah, like, that's the one I heard about, yeah. Oh, I hate, <laughs> oh, I hate losing to her. I, I beat her by a tenth of a point. Her, she needed Aaron Rodgers to throw one pass, make one completion. She got the completion, but then he kneeled and lost by a tenth of a point. <laughs> yeah, that's unfair because you get Rodgers every year. That's why in that second league, I'm like, I'm going to get Rodgers. <laughs> I'm going to take Rodgers. She's like, like she, she was mad. But, uh, but hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys again for uh, checking us out. Uh, you can check out uh, the first two episodes of season two. This is episode three of season two. And also you can check out all of season one. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts at, um, check out Anchor Podcast. Um, look us up in the back of the class, NBA Podcast. Easy, you got something to say to the people? Hey, man, me and my boy A. Love, former class clowns, acting up in class, man. Uh, doing everything that we shouldn't have been doing, you know, not get well. I was, I know I was getting back, right? <laughs> but, no now, <laughs> but now we're those, man, thinking our opinions on news and rumors and all the good stuff on the NBA, man. This is your boy, Easy. This is your boy, A Love. This is in the back of the class NBA podcast. Peace. Howdy.
Basketball job. I got a basketball job.